0: I would like to procure the bag.
1: I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse store man. Money, 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 money rich bitch. Hey. hey. Give me that I bag. Rich it. bitch. Yes. You're so rich. Um, what is... Uh, it. What is in the error?
0: I'm going to keep my, my sag After background for no one. Just No, uh, I love it. it.
1: No, please do. It's topical, I'm sure. But today... has oh. been... I'm I don't know how your day has been just yet because we haven't gotten that far yet but okay let's get there I am emotionally like wrecked today for absolutely unsure reasons like Mm. I just was like back at the office sitting there in a suit and tie and just like ready to just scream and burn the place down. (laughs)
0: Oh so if you guys listen to this in four months and there's no kidding, you know
1: who did it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Evidence. It was I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's me. And really, like I just have to keep reminding myself that because it is like I'm yeah, I'm such a queen champion of getting in my own way at all times. I'm like so in my head about like what I should do versus what I am doing versus what I want to do versus what like it's I I don't know. I'm tired, and I wanted to, like, have a good cry at the office. I wanted to have a good, like... It's that moment where, like, you just want to, like... Did you ever watch Big Mouth? Of course. So, like, the depression kitty (laughs) that Maya Rudolph plays, like... And she just, like, lays on top of her, and she's like, doesn't that feel nice? (laughs) You like that? I'm just like, part of me just wants to lay in bed and do nothing. And, like, just have a little bit of a scream cry, and then I'll Mm -hmm. be okay. Mm -hmm. And then the other part of me wants to go run 75 miles and do 40,000 push-ups. It's just this weird dichotomy that I'm feeling, like, really torn between right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's, part of me is, like, shut up and don't be an ungrateful cunt, you asshole. Because, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. so many good things happening. And at the same time, like, there's the other side of that that I'm, like... Well,
0: it's the duality. It's the duality of everything. (laughs) I mean... Also, the world is very extreme right now.
1: Yes, growing There's... pains is what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Yes, well I and I, I love, I love what you're talking like where this is going to because I want to hear what you have to say. I just saw a TikTok that ties into this where Sarah Silverman is suing mm-hmm.
0: ChatGPT mm-hmm. because
1: it is using her copywritten material to create things that it's learning from to create new things that she has created. So she is suing them for copyright infringement and intellectual property things which my friend Tony I would love to have him on here to like yes. talk about those too cuz We should a, have him on. He's a copyright lawyer and I love him. Tony Iliacostas, the IP professor on TikTok. Fuck. Um but I'm if if she wins this that sets such a great precedent huge. for moving forward. Um, very similarly to how he and I discussed before, like the Bette Midler case from the 80s where yep. she sued for the the mimicking of her voice and she won. And so there's that precedent also. Right. And I'm sure that that would influence Sarah Silverman's case. Sure. So with that said, and the shit show of it all happening in the world right now, let's get into what your day has let's been Let's get like. into the gig. Um, <laughs> let's well, get into unfortunately, the gig.
0: not a lot I can publicly say, but I will say this. Um, well, I also wanted to bring up another case. I think we've talked. Oh, I love your blur. I your just want to blur. I feel
1: like you have a background. I should have a background.
0: <laughs> okay. I love that. Um, So I do. First off, Sarah Silverman. Let's love. get it.
1: Love, love, love. Thank
0: God. Because here's the thing. Um, We are getting robbed of our intellectual property. We are getting our creativity packaged and sold, Uh, whether it's by the MPCP or by Chat gpt or whoever is doing it um but it's still our property it's our intellectual property and um yeah I, i'm on her side obviously if she could change the way things go let, let's go um i think we've learned in this country that when we have a court case that says precedence like roe v wade um when that's then taken we backtrack heavily so we are a court-led country um for better or for worse. Um, Supreme Court aside, um, but I do, Ooh. you know, ugh, um, but I do, I do think that um, today is the 10th of July. Uh, we are ticking down to the, to the moment where uh, negotiations with the MPTP with sag are will stop and cease. And then the board, the national board will meet, I believe on Thursday to decide um, what we do. Yeah. Um and uh I have to say you know it's already hit various trades whether it's variety or deadline but there is organization happening.
1: Yeah that article um, you sent me from variety was crazy. I like couldn't, almost couldn't believe that I was reading it.
0: First time in 63 years if this goes through that yeah. we have been striking. Now that ties into what we were just saying. There's a lot of extremes happening. There's a lot right. of growing pains happening. Yes. Um it's both painful like a growing pains. But it's also both necessary uh, for change uh, when the world is changing at a rapid pace. And also uh, in good ways, there are also a lot of roadblocks that are being created that weren't there before. So we have to adapt. We have to be stealthy. We have to we have to change while remaining firm in our values. Um, and I believe that's the same thing for humanity It's The same thing for us as people. You know, as we shift into different phases of our lives, or as we take different bookings, or we we take risks, or we creatively grow, there's going to be painful moments uh, and extreme moments of feeling both elated and powerful, and then also feeling disenfranchised and uh, heavy. Um
1: well, I mean, and when stuff like that happens, and I know we've talked about this before, but it's very much adapt or die. You know, like you yeah. you either f- get excited about it and figure out like where you fit within this change that you're happy to welcome and like figure out how you can use it to your benefit or you get left behind while the rest of us do that. Right. You know, especially with something like what's going to be happening with SAG-AFTRA in partnership with the WGA and like figuring out how to maneuver around AI and everything mm-hmm. surrounding it because I mean it never in a million years did we think well maybe in a million years but we you know sure. this wasn't necessarily predictable mm-hmm. Um, even though we knew it was possible right and so you know here we are and like you said 63 years since the last time this has happened like the world has changed and so right. maybe this sets the bar for Governances like this to be revisited and 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 whatnot every five years every 10 years
0: 100%
1: to see like how we can continue to adapt within an industry so stuff like this doesn't happen again
0: right and I think some of that too is like there's no crystal ball to what how things will be turned into a profiting sector because this is a capitalist you know society this is a this is especially you know when it comes to our contracts we're making money we're creatives but we're making money so, once it becomes monetized is when we need to make sure we've taken control, and that's what we need to be preemptive about and that's what this is truly um there's things that haven't even happened yet that are that were i'm sure I can't say uh, either way or there, either way or there but i'm I'm sure that the leadership uh is discussing things that are even we don't necessarily have the full capacity of, but they're covering bases. It's the same thing. It reminds me of um back when um, SAG-AFTRA was already on top of influencer agreements before they were even like, are you union? Are you not? Yep. Yeah, well, you're, you can be now and we've got you. Uh, the, You know, there's a lot of, been, there's been a lot of forward thinking and advances, especially in the last uh, 10 years, but it, with that comes, you know, the responsibility to keep that going. I also think too, if we go back to the sixties, that was the biggest change in our society for civil rights, for uh justice, for everything. I mean, the 60s in I mean, America were a very tumultuous
1: uh crazy time, time,
0: crazy yeah. fucking time. Um, but it's also when the most change happened. Um and I think we're we're there again.
1: Yeah. Certainly in a lot I of mean, ways. Yeah. I mean I, I saw this um explanation of how history is in cyclical blocks of 80 years. And every twenty years, there's a new there's a new version of what's going on, and um, we're we're almost due to be back in that eighty year period of time where it's like the not quite the sixties yet, but like we're looking at the thirties and forties where you know World War Two happened, and then like the big resurgence of American patriotism happened, and like all that other shit, and then mm-hmm. the sixties happened, and then you know whatever counterculture, so yeah, right, and so you know like. I I can't speak to the future. Obviously, I can't read it, but I definitely feel like there's a, you know... We feel it. Something's going to happen one way or another, and I'm hoping that it is in favor of those who are, you know, the right side of this. Right. So that we don't see more corporate conglomerates and humans, like, vacuuming up our work that we're doing for pittance and pennies because, like, we love it. And, you know, I think I really want the era of creatives and artists being taken advantage of to make money for the bigger bigger guys yeah like I really want to see those gone and part of that you know is unfortunately by design artists and creatives aren't necessarily taught business they aren't really taught Mm. how to do that side of things and I feel like that's on purpose so that we are kind of left in the dark and left ignorant and stupid to that sent to that point of it Mm. So that they can take advantage of us like how many of us actually read our contracts when we get them how many of us actually read terms and conditions we look at
0: how much my reps do you know what I mean like Like, I trust my peeps but that doesn't mean that you know everybody's people are reading all the stuff you know people, people get screwed I mean I I was thinking about um, even especially in the music industry.
1: Oh my God. I was thinking Ooh. about that the other day too. Kesha, like what a terrible example.
0: Yeah. We talk Not about her, film and TV, but, like, but we talk about film TV, which is this is the, this is what, the, this is the biggest medium is something that we're all watching, ingesting, seeing that's scripted and is written by a team of artists that are talented and acted and all that stuff. That is the leading highest, you know, echelon of, of in, what's in the, in the public view. Um, but, you know, that's why this is so important that's why i have to re, you know reemphasize that this is about scripted content this is about theatrical contracts this isn't about commercials this isn't about um print um this is literally about the highest form of entertainment which is you know what we all plug into which we all binge which we all um which which culturally shifts minds which uh you know it's a huge huge thing and um this is the biggest artists union, uh, actors union going against the biggest producers, uh, group in our country, if not the world. And, um, to, to just say that to everyone listening, I understand there's a lot of anger and a lot of that anger seems to be coming from places of frustration, but let's make sure that that anger and that frustration is, uh, channeled to those who are harming us. Uh, and those are the producers taking advantage of us those are the yeah. people taking our money and advantage of us it's yeah. not the people that are in our guild with us it is not uh how you feel today about someone it's just we have to make sure because divided we fall just as we have been in such support as a union and everyone has been in such support of the writers guild and they should be you we have to remain um Together in this, because I'm telling you now, there are a lot of strange, interesting articles that are just like, what is this? Who wrote this? Like, I don't even know what is upsetting about this. And um, they just seem gotcha shit. Like, you know, look who's partying with who? Oh, my God. Kill them. Like, they shouldn't be um you know whatever like and it's like was that a weekend like was that do what do you think's happening I'm just not really sure so there's like a lot of there's a lot of stuff coming out
1: it it also begs like what's the end game of doing that you know it feels very like early 2000s Perez Hilton like why yes why
0: it feels like headline fodder it feels like uh clickbait so I just want to say like Please support um, your artists. Please support unions. We again, without unions, we wouldn't have protection on child labor. We wouldn't have weekends. Uh, nope. Literally, wouldn't have overtime. Wouldn't have certain holidays. We wouldn't have any of that. So, we have Forty, to remember 40 that forty-hour work week. Yeah, welcome. Hi, unions. Thank you for that. <laughs> so.
1: Carry in the banner. The banner. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> just
0: watching that recently, I was just like, holy crap. It's like so ridiculous how, and that's a, that's a based on a true story. The leader was a totally, we did, so, I did some research. It wasn't Jack Kelly and it wasn't no. Christian ish. It was a guy with an eye patch. Who had such a strong Brooklyn accent, they had to bring a special person to like translate. He's like, eh, what you talking about? Mason? So they'd have to like translate <laughs> it. And I was like, that's the most New York fabulous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they couldn't make that the main character of a Disney musical. But um, yeah. But it would that... be
1: so funny if it was. Oh, I was like, I'd almost rather see an adaptation of like the more true story. <laughs> yeah. Of and I'm walking in like,
0: tori, 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 you know, Tori Tori in it. And then on the bottom, they're just like, he just said that he wanted to. (laughs) Or you you have
1: like a new character that's like, okay, but what he said was.
0: What he's trying to tell you is. Yeah, Yeah, Um, but it's so New York to have and really is to be like pro-union, pro-labor and be in the streets. And um, in the next few days, we'll see um
1: yeah well and i'm sure by the time this is out it will have already happened and so we'll have yeah. to do another bonus. i love these bonus episodes we're gonna to have to do another bonus episode about it because it's gonna be like it's gonna be hot take central like
0: i think too um when that happens um this can be something i can be the spearhead on is getting some of our union leaders on the on the pod
1: yeah absolutely so we need
0: to organize we need to organize obviously you know right now it's kind of an interesting time and
1: yeah, there's an election the coming time, up and blah blah course.
0: blah and legally even just communicating with people it's like i can't say particular things but here's the the best part about it is though um nobody knows exactly what's going to happen until it happens it's very interesting because i'm sure even the people uh you know that know all the things um are doing this based off the the poor behavior or good behavior of the producers um Because the bottom line is, you want an agreement. That's the other thing I'm saying. Is like the bottom line is the bottom line is that people want to strike. Is that we have right. to.
1: Yeah. Nobody wants to strike. Striking sucks. It like, sucks
0: hard. People yeah. won't be working as much. People, but guess what? We will fucking will, bitch.
1: Right. We will. Exactly. Uh, because that's the thing. Like it, by striking, we demonstrate power, and by get by doing so and mm-hmm. flexing that muscle, we will hopefully get everything that we want, and then that'll just create more money and more opportunity and more work for everybody else.
0: Right. And I, and I want to say from the mental health piece, you know, there are very exhaustive days that every person that's an artist, every person that's a human being has felt when you're making good change in your life, but uncomfortable change and, um, just yeah, hold space.
1: Literally <laughs> like, me today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it something that you felt when you just woke up or is it something like throughout the day that like something's hitting like what is there a trigger is there I'm just curious because it really does depend.
1: I of course it depends. I don't know. I mean, I I, I do like sit at work and I read like deadline and variety and insider and whatnot. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, like I think some of it is just a little bit of overwhelm from everything that's going on in the industry and then everything that's going on with me and like the weird dualities of like my my. Good shit that's happening versus like the oh shit like something's gotta happen soon mm-hmm. shit you know like so yeah. I, and I don't want to make that the central thesis of this conversation but it no is, but
0: people it's can relate totally to real
1: that. yeah it's totally real I mean like, like me the, I just um you know and and we don't have to stay on this but like I hit today the five hundred job application line of and that doesn't include the amount of jobs that I've put in through recruiters right of which I have eleven. So it's kind of like, what's happening? I've come so close. I've had some great job interviews. I've had some really close calls. I've had like two and three interviews with different companies and whatnot. And, you know, it's just kind of like being frustrated, but allowing the space for then it wasn't the right fit and it wasn't the right thing. And after the year and a half that I've had, like, I just don't want to land anywhere. You know, I want it to be good. And you know that's not to say that I wouldn't take work that's coming my way because I certainly am but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like oh fuck like just I feel like there's a I mean there's very much like a monetary deadline of when I need to have something but it's you know it's weird it's it it. this all plays into like the job market and everything else and how all that's so fucked up and hopefully not that I'm saying like oh my god I need a tv job because like whatever we all do but like you know, having this expansion of negotiations through SAG, not that it's going to happen like next week, like we'll open up new opportunities for all of us. 100%.
0: 100%. And yeah. and the more we protect artists and like people who are creative and people who are pursuing <laughs> their art for, and monetarily getting the compensation healthily, that's the more time we can make good things. And um, it's also shown in in history that when societies are, Uh, having equal footing for everyone based not based on like gender, creed, race, all that stuff, you know, religion, uh, class, when things are less um, red tapey and less like huge division between certain things, um, you know, societies flourish. And um, this is a great example of uh, what's happening with the writers, what's happening with actors, what's happening with AI and how it's being monetized against us by other humans, um, which is rude. I understand a robot doing it. I'll, I'll smack that bitch. But like to have a person be like, no, let's let's take from other people who are creative when we're not even creative, is like
1: oh demoralizing.
0: God. It's, it's tr- fucking
1: rude. Literally, the guy who owns Spotify has never written a song in his whole life. He's not a musician at all. Like, why do you think everyone there is getting like a thousandth of a cent per gross per stream? Like, fuck that guy.
0: Yeah, truly. You
1: know, like. It's ridiculous. Like I hit ten thousand streams on one of my songs a couple months ago. Yeah, work. I think it was like forty bucks, maybe. I know. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, tell wow. me about it. It's, and we can
0: see what's going. See, that's just right there. It's but that's also,
1: like, but that also ties into TV because it's the same kind of streaming model. So it's like you know, Netflix is is paying out however much per stream of yeah. every show. You know, and there's no ads necessarily for a lot of these platforms. So then, like, how do they make their money? And then it just just becomes this, like, you know, (laughs) alms for the poor situation. (laughs) Uh Like, Uh everyone, please go watch my show so it doesn't get canceled. Because, like, I'm sure that if you get a million streams, you're getting, like, $10. Right. You know, and so... Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's totally gross. And, like, I just, I hate it so much because these people aren't doing this from a place of you know service and and of course it's capitalism so you don't have to but like wouldn't it wouldn't it be lovely if we had someone in charge who was like willing to pay a like living and fair amount to the people Mm -hmm. who are creating things to make their platform that they created that was their dream come true right you know because if you're
0: netflix like don't you want the best shows by the best people well then draw them in attract them make them
1: and like, i think and i also think that this is because that that's interesting too like don't you want the best shows well everything I mean yes the answer is yes but everything has become so metrics driven yeah and so data driven instead of like what's good what's not right that like that's I think that's one of the reasons why we've, we've seen such a decline in a lot of the quality of shows that are out there not to say that there aren't any good shows I mean start, I just so I'm like many good. I'm almost done watching the last season of the other two and I'm mm-hmm. fucking obsessed like what a brilliant mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. um you know, but then also found out that it was on Comedy Central for forever, and no one watched it, so they moved it over to to HBO, R I P Max, um, whatever that is, and uh, producer, you know, uh,
0: Yeah, that's those are network executives being real smart. Let's yeah, totally yeah. HBO. That's a, just a really prestigious name, and everyone respects and loves. Let's call it Max.
1: Right, like just Max, like my dog, a like, guy's name. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it John. Yeah, John, yeah. HBO John <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but now
0: fuck HBO, it's just John It's, it's just, just John Just just, just John. John Yeah, yeah
1: exactly yeah. No, it's a, uh, yeah, it's it's a really, I mean, I get the model, I really do But I was, ho- I would have thought, you know, and and obviously, like, there was some kind of We can point back to, like, the Napster situation of it all from the early 2000s When that was starting yeah. to happen and Napster was like, no, you're stealing our things this is just a version of that where they're paying you pennies right. and saying, like, no, nope, no, we're not stealing it. We're paying you per stream. You signed
0: something and then you yeah, so manipulated just get, it. Just so. get
1: more people to to stream it and you'll make more money. Like we're paying Do the work you, for we're not us. stealing it, right? It's so yeah. ugh. and like the Asinine. music industry is, has taken a way
0: is even it. worse. Yeah, the, the I always look to the music industry and to be like, what in the fuck?
1: I know. Well, because the other thing too, I was thinking about this. I was like, why isn't there like a union for pop stars?
0: <laughs> you know what's so funny is, um, sag After got um, music videos, so
1: right. Now so can was we so, expand upon that,
0: yes, so what's so crazy? yes, um, to be honest, yes the the more people that join, and the more people that and they become eligible pretty 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 easily by music video standards, I think, as opposed to like you know to be a principal in this and blah, blah. Yeah. um, and especially for dancers, um. This was fantastic. This was about 2 years ago. I'm trying to think of the leader. There was a it's a famous music video uh dancer lady who's fab and she sat with a team of 12 other music video dancers and people that are in music videos. And literally they got so specific like does am I getting wet in this video? Is this camera going here? What's the pay for that? Is this going over here? Like wh- how many this and that specific intricate things and it changed Uh, what could happen on music video sets, because you can only imagine the abuses that happen, especially towards women and people. Oh my God, yes. Or a lot of men too, especially in like like clubby kind of shit. It's like, like, how long were these men in there and are they getting water? You know, it's like, other than the water sprayed on them, You know what I mean?
1: well, I think immediately of like the jewel music video for intuition where there's like fire and she's being sprayed with a like, hose. And she's like, yeah,
0: um, And I'm, I'm sure she was hydrated, but sure yeah, she was.
1: <laughs> she was being sprayed with water. So I'm sure she was, but almost um, every
0: um, big music artist has been in some sort of music video or has been on something, a commercial or whatever, and they join the guild. So that's been really good, an easier get um, in terms of protecting people and their video. Now their right. music rights it's a lot harder that's because... a lot
1: harder that the whole and especially with the conversation of like the taylor swift of it all with what happened with her producer who like she had to buy her own catalog back from her him and like like re-own the masters or whatever happened with that now she's re-releasing it on her own terms like with the the speak now of like re remix of it all um it's just so unchecked and is there room in SAG to create some kind of protections of that? You know, I mean, like there's BMI yeah. and ASCAP and everything else, but like, I'm wondering if there's, if there's like the pipeline of SAG contract, music video, SAG contract, live performance that's being filmed. I think they
0: do now. I think they have that now. I would I hope th- so. Yeah. And also like when we merged, um, you know, this is a while ago, it was about a decade ago now um, when SAG and After merged, Screen Actors Guild, but then American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, when that merged we got a lot more powerful in terms of um covering music artists and, and protecting their catalog which we do um i think it was a few years ago when all the classics that were just being used in commercials and stuff their legacy like whether it's their families or if they were right. still alive or whatever or got, state or something or got that back that happened right. just a few years ago um that was huge huge change i know somebody um dan navarro who's related to Dave Navarro, and um, he's a friend of mine. He sings... Um, you know, so many songs and he's written so many songs for famous artists and he's worked on like Encanto and all these like different big things and um, the protections that he's been fighting for, you know, and the leadership position has been is so admirable, um, you know, it's just been wonderful, but yeah, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of change, um, but it, it can only get better. It's yeah. just gotta be, it's just, there has to be more, um, I think what it happens it has to do, and this is not putting ownership on artists, but we have to advocate as well to ourselves and be active in the, in these spaces Because if it's not our fault that we're being taken advantage of, But I'm saying that there comes a time where you're up against a wall and you're like, man, I got to get involved. And I got to, like, see what are my protections and how can I make it so I'm vocally speaking out like Kesha did or I'm vocally speaking out like Taylor Swift has done or how Prince was just like, bitch, get my shit off your platform, honey. Like, I don't even care. Like, Prince was like, don't have me on Spotify. I don't even, you know what I mean? Until he died, they didn't, you know, stuff like
1: that. I I think that there's, like... I will always push for this. And I know that not everyone has the same kind of like learning and or brain chemistry makeup to be able to do this. But if you can even learn a little bit about the business side of whatever you're doing, like for the love of God, please, it's just going to Makes save us you all time better later. Well, and also on top of that, have a lawyer, Google, find an entertainment lawyer that works at like on a percentage pro of bono. a win or pro bono or something. There's like yeah. artists, there's artist specific entertainment lawyers or or contract lawyers that, you know, that's, that's who I work with. I work for a contract lawyer who, you know, is pro bono until you win, you know, like then there's a percentage deal and whatever, but like, you know, and he's amazing. I love him. He is
0: so great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it breaks my heart to see someone like Kesha whose mom was in the music industry go and do a sample for a track without any paperwork without any you know whatever and then she ends up having a number one song on the radio that her voice is on and she's living out of her car eating dollar tacos because she's like she has no money and no residuals for that at all really
0: what a queen you know and like
1: and again this is people of power producers who are taking artists who have dreams and wants and hopes Mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm. the things and manipulating them and taking advantage of them thinking that they're too dumb to know how to and to right. ask in the first place. Right. And so, you know, this bleeds over into TV, this bleeds over into theater, but like just learn the business. It doesn't have to be inside out. You just, just like or ask how... someone
0: for help that is like right also in the business. Be like, exactly. do you understand like my parameters and my protections? Cause I've had to do that. I've been on set where I've been yeah. put in really strange positions and really strange uh And I felt like, oh my gosh, like, do I even have like a thing to stand on? But luckily I've always been confident enough to be like, no, this ain't it.
1: Yeah, well, and, and I don't I think, care
0: if I lose this job. I, totally. I got to well, do and this. That's,
1: and that's such a rare mentality. Like, the, I don't care if I lose this job. I'm speaking up anyway. Because I know me and my peers that I came up through the ranks with in theater were all so afraid to speak out or say anything in any form. Because God forbid you lost that job and people found out about it. Or God forbid you get, you know, yeah. panned as difficult to work with. Which just, oh. tran- which just translates into not easily taken advantage of. Right. And then, you know, you're just so terrified to say anything ever at all because yeah. you got the thing. You got the job you wanted. You got the dream. This is this is a building block for your dream. And so when you get there and it's not what you think it's going to be because it never is, and then you're terrified to speak out. Right. And that sucks. And I know firsthand it feels like shit to feel that way. Because you're just uncomfortable. Like, I I did this show in Connecticut. I loved it. It was one of my favorite artistic experiences of my life. Mm. But the first day that I was there, the artistic director took me to the apartment that I was staying in. And before he left, he, like, gave me a tour of the apartment, which was, like, a one-bedroom. I didn't need a tour. But, like, he did it anyway. And I was, like, cool, cool, cool. And I was, like, tired and whatever. I like, It was a very fast turnover for me to come mm-hmm. up there. But before he walked out, he shoved his hand down my shirt and he was like oh you're so hairy and like walked out and i was like and i had rehearsal the next day and then i had to face this fucking guy and the only thing i kept like he was a very good director as far as being a director is concerned and so i got gutter trash
0: human yeah but i just
1: focused on the the fact that he was a good director and very thorough and that got me through but the whole time there was like this through line of being uncomfortable And that's mild compared to some other things that have happened. Oh, that's awful, though. Others, of course. And so, like, you know, I, but I wanted that job. I wanted to work with those people and who was attached to it and what it meant to me and for me and what it did for my career. Like, if I would have said something, you know, there's no HR department in theater, you know, and like, unfortunately, that's under a union that doesn't tend to go to bat for circumstances like that. And so it's a very scary place to be in. And yes, there is this apprehensiveness of wanting to speak out. But last, last year, I can't believe it was was almost last year to the date when I was like on the Chicago situation. Oh my God. We were put, they tried to put us in this housing that was just riddled with mold and these little, and these children, these young Gen Z kids that are in theater spoke, I, I was mad and I didn't, but in my brain, I was like, don't don't you know rock the boat or whatever and these kids band together and they were like we are not fucking staying here and we they called the producers they elected someone within the cast to be the representative to speak oh my god I love this me too I just not what happened
0: but I love their response yeah and
1: I just stood there in the room like oh my god my in my 20s I would have never done that and so i hope i and i hope and i know that people coming up through the ranks are less tolerant of that that's
0: wonderful to hear
1: yes and then also just learn your contracts learn the business like learn when it's okay to speak out but you know why that is
0: though it's because everyone you know millennials and those before us are speaking out more and talking about our experiences and gen z is taking the mantle and being like i'm empowered to they're like oh wait (laughs) don't want that shit that is terrible yeah no I um I actually have um a giant uh studio house that um I was attached to a feature in a in a lead role and um like literally if just a a month or two before filming they add a they added a gratuitous masturbation scene with me in it
1: Oh, I remember you telling me about and
0: I said no I was like, I don't give a damn if I lose this thing, but I won't be doing that. Obviously, I was a little bit more diplomatic, but my but my I didn't even feel once like, you should do it because it'll yeah, but for, for what? You know, what I mean I just thought of myself, I just thought of myself as a human being later that night, as an artist, as a person, but just really just as a human being. Going to bed that night and being like, I'm allowing this to happen to me and for 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 what? You know, it's like. Am I compromising some, my, my integrity? Am I compromising my values so I can just get something uh, career wise? Yes. There's things that now I'm not saying you shouldn't, uh, you can't, you always not going to get what you want hundred percent or you're not going to whatever, but I'm not going to put myself in a dangerous, uh, not okay, um, damaging position, both psychologically, both mentally to move ahead. And it probably would have helped me, maybe it wouldn't have and honestly I don't think I would have been able to go to bed and be like hey everyone this is the movie I'm in this is the big you know this is like but it was was so gross was the producer told me that I've not if I'm not willing to do those things I will never have a career he told me you will have no career and now that motherfucker is fired and I have a career so suck it
1: Right. Well, and and okay. again, it's just like always the leading with the integrity for yourself. Thing. Yeah, I ends. wasn't
0: mean about it, but I was like, this is really just like inappropriate. It wasn't discussed with me. It wasn't yeah. discussed with my agent. It it's wasn't probably discussed...
1: not in your contract. Like, it's definitely hello. not.
0: Hello. Um. And I'm assuming so this was, was like
1: pre-intimacy coordinator days.
0: It was. It was. It was kind of. It was right before Me Too.
1: Yeah.
0: Right before, like right before, like months to a week, and oh, wow. um. I remember I was like, but you don't own me and you don't own my career. And you're an old, creepy man. What do you know about what I go through?
1: <laughs> and isn't that always my the case? career? <laughs> it's always an old, creepy man. <laughs> what do you know about
0: me? Exactly. Like, what do you know about me or anything about being a woman or anything about being a girl or an actor, you talentless hack? What do you even know? And so for you to tell me that I'm not going to have a career because of that I had never seen you again and I'm still working. So bye.
1: Right. What well, I say and that that's that. that's again, that's just like this bullshit narcissistic abusive mm-hmm. crap where it's like, you know, but nice and then, try,
0: wrong. Girl. Right, and
1: then they try to turn around and tell you like, you don't know how good you have it here, you know, you you should do this because other places aren't going to ask or aren't going to do X, Y, and Z, and it's just so much better here, and they just gaslight the shit out of you.
0: It's just like a creepy thing happening as a kid or someone someone who's a bully or, like, manipulating you who's in a place of power saying, like, don't tell your parents or don't do this or don't do that right? right, you'll get in trouble. It's like, but I'm not the problem, so I'm not going to do that.
1: Right. I'm not the problem. It's not me. Yeah, actually, right now, (laughs) I'm actually not the problem, you know,
0: and I've never regretted that decision a day in my life.
1: No, and, and why um, should you? I mean, like, even even if that movie went on to be like a multi Academy Award winning Oscar but it wasn't whatever. And it didn't. I, so sure, but like let's I can't just say it the name, ahead. but let's
0: just say it didn't. So Yeah,
1: I mean, like, but like let's just say that it did. Like, would that change the way that you felt about it? Like, would you have been like, oh. I should have just done it? Like, oh my. my, 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 my. It because would have been
0: so traumatic. Cause like we all know totally. what it feels like when you you've compromised something or you don't feel good about it period in your life or thing that happened. And every time you see that, imagine what that would feel like me seeing that on a poster or seeing that on a thing, or someone ripping that, that scene off of the movie and yeah. always set, you know, being it online, having it online. And there's, there's just no, there's no money for that. There's no. no amount of money that can take my soul and my integrity. Totally.
1: But I mean, like, that can go either way. Like, yes, you can see it that way. But then you could also be like, well, would it have been so bad? Like, I would have gotten this mm-hmm. kind of career. I would have mm-hmm. gotten this kind of paycheck. I would have mm-hmm. an award. I, you know, I could say that I was in this, that, and the next thing. And like, part, and part of me, like, the growing up in an industry that was like, you're a dime a dozen kid. You'll never work in this town again. Um, I'm not Uh, seven years uh, old, but you know what
0: I mean? We got talkies now, you know? We got talkies
1: now, you know? (laughs) Things are different now here in Hollywood. Um, you know, but like having grown up with that kind of mentality where it's like, oh, I just have to, I have to fall in line and do what I'm told because there's no other opportunities for me. Like, it's just, I hope I get it.
0: I hope I get it. It's like,
1: literally, it's, it's that desperation. And I think theater, theater is also a very specific animal too, because you're very, You're very much like, for lack of a better word, groomed to believe that you are replaceable, and so you have to fall in line. And especially
0: that, in musicals and things where there's like a chorus, the there's a ensemble, yes. there's a da 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 da, you know. Right,
1: and there's so much, there's so much like film and television around exactly that, where it's like the chorus boys, the chorus girls. It's like I could have you replaced in a minute. You know, like yeah, or, or,
0: or doing terrible things to make their way to the top, you know, it's like, right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, wow, and it's like, why is that something, you know, <laughs> should that be a genre? I don't know about that. Just...
1: Maybe but like, yeah. but then that you also bring up a point about doing terrible things to get to the top. You know, I, I was listening to something about this earlier that had more to do with like, the billionaires and like how the how they make the money and how if you made I think it was like $5,000 a day every day since Christopher Columbus discovered America you still wouldn't have a billion dollars um right exactly so (laughs) (laughs)
0: disgusting
1: right so so that was kind of the context of which I was I was listening to this and the point was that you have to like drain and manipulate your workforce to make that kind of money and so then like in my mind like as an artist, as a creative, like does doing horrible things to get to the top. Is that the same thing? Is that different? Like, because I've certainly had that thought before where I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to like buck my way up, you know, like, and I never did, but yeah. certainly opportunities presented themselves and I never took them. And, yeah. and there is part of me that's like, maybe I should have, but then like, no, <laughs> no. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I just think it all depends on, look, I'm not here to um, even, discredit or dehumanize someone who's done that especially when it comes to film and tv and what women have been subjected to in the past where like come on babe, if you want this pot you da. i mean that's literally what the casting couch <laughs> thing right. is yeah um so i mean that's happened numerous times that's been propositioned um to me i've had weird email addresses of big men be like if you do this you'll get this part i'm like yikes no
1: I've had that a couple times, and you know what I said every single time? Put that in writing. Give me a contract Ah, that says that. Put the money on the
0: table. (laughs) Put the
1: money on the table. Put
0: the the money in the writing. Yeah, no, I mean, but here's the thing. It's like... um, like,
1: If if you want to make this a a private... you want to do it. If you want to NDA the shit out of this and make this a private agreement that, like, if we're going to fuck you, give me a role in this thing, then (laughs) sure, great. If I have your signature on something and there is money attached to it... yeah that's a different thing than if you're, right. it's just like going on your word because we all right. know the value of some of these people's words.
0: And, zero. and so I'm not, I'm not discrediting any women or anyone who or men who have, or anyone in between who hasn't like, who's done certain things that, that are can be viewed as mm, negative things or sacrificing your integrity no, to get honestly, to the top I don't, because I don't the, blame the society them. has made people. And I'm saying uh, everyone feel like there's something you have to give up to Uh, be uh, successful or or an integrity you have to lose. And yes, we see that in billionaires. We see that in like succession. We see that in, you know, certain people controlling everything, which the MPTP is example. Um, But we also see a lot of examples of people who've stuck by who they are and have made successful, extremely successful careers by standing by certain themselves and their integrity and who they are. You know, uh, there's a lot of women I could name, you know, uh, Tina Fey. Uh, there's, like, so many, like, creators, like uh, Reese Witherspoon. There's certain people that, like, constantly are saying, you know what, I, regardless, this is what I want to do, and you can either get with it, or I'm just going to keep it moving, you know? Um But again, that doesn't go against like playing nice or like maybe like there's examples that I have from making my own stuff where I had to pivot, um, but it wasn't at the expense of my integrity or the integrity of the thing. It was just a, okay, we can't shoot here. I have an idea or we want to add this. Let's do that. Or like, this won't work because of stunt thing. Let's make it safer and make it different and whatever. Like there's things that you can do. Um, But I, I just know personally, me, and I can only speak from my experience, Um, as someone who's worked in this industry for a while now, um, I could never sacrifice my integrity, uh, because I felt like what I have is me and I believe in myself and I don't have time for this. Like, you're not going to manipulate. I'm never going to exact, I don't want to feel manipulated into something. It has to be my choice. So whatever that means to someone, that's what it is, but never sacrifice your integrity or your self-worth. Or um, you know, for something that is monetary or career, because in reality, all you have is you to go to bed with at night. And when you're old and you're you're leaving this earth and whatever is going on, you're not gonna be like, man, I love that I did that. You're gonna look back at things and you're gonna be like, I'm glad that I did this, that I stood up for this, that I that I am the person I am right now because of the decisions I made and the person I've continued to be. And again, there's power and self-realization. There's power in self-actualization. There's power in declaring your worth. And there's power in, in not allowing yourself to be manipulated. Um, and it's only helped me. And all those people that have said to me these really crazy fucked up things have all fallen by the wayside. I don't even know what they're doing now. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, I want to go back to something that you said that totally hit me. And I almost cried when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just like the idea of... The feeling that you have to give up part of who you are to get what you want. I mean, fuck, if that hasn't been my entire goddamn life and a career experience where people Mm. in all different directions have been like, no, you can't be that way. You can't act this way. You can't walk this way. You can't do this and the next thing. And the amount of effort I have spent and time and money that I've spent like covering all of that up and and then not even wanting to be performing anymore because I would have to go back into that. Or I think I would, or I would probably, pre- or I'd be pressured into doing it.
0: Right.
1: Um, you know, and so like I was just offered something the other day as a possibility to go play a role for a short period of time. And like just the idea of being asked, like made me want to throw up because it, wow. it, it really is that whole idea of like, I would have to give up the person I've become over the last three years and go back to who I thought I needed to be to work. And that's so fucked, you know, so and, like, fucked. and that's what and, and it's I think it's different now, I, like certainly from what I'm seeing with casting and friends and whatnot, it's different now. But when I was coming up through <clears throat> you, unless you were straight and white, you did not get to be who you were. It's so fucked it's so fucked and so like now I think this is kind of tying into like where I'm at on a personal level and again don't want to harp on it forever but my feelings now are very similar to that in that for me to survive and make the kind of money I want to make I need to give up a lot of who I am to go work in an office somewhere to get it and Mm. I have so many people around me you included that don't do that and do make good money and don't have to give up who they are yeah. And it's just me bullshitting myself again. And because that's what I've been, again, for lack of a better term, groomed to do. Yeah. And like, old habits die hard, bitch. <laughs>
0: they die so damn hard. But it's also about perception.
1: Totally. Like there's, I there's, mean, there's, and there's and allowing yourself that... to believe certain perceptions. Because
0: there's, there's bookings that I have or have done that someone would be like, oh, are you really into that? I'm like, did you see the money? But also... I'm bringing, I'm bringing 100% Sarah to the table. Right. There's no you mistake. See the there's no mistake who's coming. You know right. what I mean? There's no mistake that I was hired because it's me and that's why I'm there. And it's going to be done the way it's me. So it's like, it's also like there's certain bookings and gigs where you're like, this could be, bu- this is bullshit. But bring yourself fully to it and things will happen from it. Yeah. You know, some of the most silliest things I've done that someone might be like, what the fuck, um, have resulted in so much more opportunity that is creatively aligned with me. But yeah. everything is always creatively aligned with me because I'm, I'm always choosing to say yes to things that don't destroy me, that don't take from me. Um, and obviously that's comes from a place of like privilege, boss opportunity, but it's also like building that groundwork. So when things come to you, you're not entertaining anything that's less than.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I know we've, we've mentioned this before too, but like the way that everything like that version, what's going on in that regard with all of my creative stuff, that's easy. Like that's exactly, I I feel like I've gotten that down pat. And so I feel like I'm looking at two different roads where it's like, okay, this road is working. This one's not, but I need to go down this one to make money to make this work. And so now I'm trying to figure out how to merge those two roads. I think you know, though,
0: (laughs) I think you know, and I think I could talk to you about it off (laughs) camera, but I feel
1: (laughs) or offline,
0: Offline, Um, off camera. But but there's things I think that eventually you'll be able to do without ever feeling like you're
1: yeah well and and, a day in your life and that's that would not be lovely Mm -hmm. um and that's i mean i think that's such a commonality amongst amongst creative people who are who are where they're at right now and if they're not happy with where they're at right now because there is that feeling especially those of us who are a certain age probably likely those of us who are on the queer spectrum of things who present Mm -hmm. as such and you know haven't spent tons of money to try and cover it um you know like there is that feeling of of having to give up something to become who you want to be and you know especially within the last year of my work life that was something that was driven you know again like pounded into everyone that like you aren't the person that you are what is it it's like it was like you aren't the person that the person that you are now is not successful and so the person that you are now needs to change to get successful and, like, okay, there's, sure. there's some truth in that, sure, because, like, you have to change habits to get sure. better habits and, and whatnot. Like, you can't be, you know, an alcoholic and then expect it to not drink, you know? <laughs> right, so, like, that I understand, but, like, it's the, it's the becoming a different person part of it that was, like, I this is not a thing I want to do, and I had no. so much resistance to it because that has been my whole life, and Pandemic, Pandyland, broke that and i don't right. want to go back like i'm i'm don't. mostly happy with where i'm at now and i think that's one of the reasons why i'm having such a hard time with this whole like job situation because mm-hmm. again it feels like i have to give up someone that i am to get there and so you know let let us Well impress do you feel like you can others yeah <laughs> do you they feel don't like have though... to.
0: Though some of that is self-imposed. Like if you're going to where you're going oh, to absolutely. work, you could still, you're Ed, baby. Like you walk in as Ed, you are Ed. Like this, you're not giving away. You're, you're, no, no, you're no, doing it's, things.
1: It's just also very like, I don't want to say triggering, but it reminds me of when I worked in finance like full time back in the day mm-hmm. when you get there and there's it's just void of personality. Like, oh, yeah, all, that's all horrific. The, all the yeah. cubicles are beige. Everyone is wearing a white shirt button down shirt with like khaki pants or blue pants and a tie of some kind. And, they're like, everyone has the same haircut, and it's just, like, this assimilation mes- machine that you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> Send help. Yeah. And and I've become one you know of them. You know how like,
0: you're I'm... there? LOL, though. Because, like, truly, use it. Put the money on the table. You're there. You're learning. This is something yeah. that you can creatively use i mean, love. I, li-
1: I literally sent an email to book a flight today. That's all I did today.
0: <laughs> no, but you're learning people. You're learning what it yeah. looks like to be...
1: Oh my god, it's just a reminder of like the dead insideness of it all. Yeah, that's gross. It's so crazy. And it's and it's nothing against these people, but it's very much like, you know, we but we it's here, not for you. It's not for me. And that's that, okay. You know, I, I want, I want, I don't mind having because I tell people I say this to people, especially writers a lot. Like, get a stupid desk job that you can just sit at and write at a computer. And that's what I'm doing. And I I do like that component of it. Um, and, you know, the idea of having a 9 to 5 while you're still pursuing a creative thing is absolutely, and I'm going to do a TikTok about this later, because this this uh, this guy on TikTok um, made a, a video about this in some way and compared it to, like, Jessica Vosk, who was working on Wall Street, and then she left Wall Street to go become an actor. And I was like, yeah, because she was making a ton of money, and she could yeah. afford to just cut it off and go. Saving and... So, and- Right. saving
0: saving and uh leaving you exactly. know and it's like and,
1: yeah and so like what i kind of want to piggyback off of that <laughs> to use a corporate terminology is uh <laughs> is <laughs> we'll you know, TV
0: later are we aligned yeah I right that is
1: is that you do have to have money to make this easier money yep. makes everything easier you know like that whole yep. you can't buy happiness thing is is a lie it can't yeah, buy Girl yeah buy. if i had money right now i'd be so happy because i could just do whatever the fuck i wanted so don't mm-hmm. let anyone ever tell right. you right it doesn't it
0: doesn't equate like it's not gonna make everything perfect but it's definitely gonna make things easier that's right. bullshit well, when people are think... like it's not that like it's not gonna change like I, I was like honey if you get to like six figures plus at some point you know what i mean like there's like i i'd say it's probably like in new york it's probably like i don't know what i don't know what number it's probably, I don't like, want to
1: it's probably like 150
0: yeah Yeah. Oh, that's Laurie. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. So like, it's probably 400k. (laughs) Anyway, my point is, is like, there's a comfortable level of being alive that has all your base needs, and you're able to have a good time and go on trips and travel and pursue your interests. That is a happy level. People should all want to be there. People probably do want to be there. And when you're there, it is a lot easier for you. But you still have to go look at yourself in the mirror, and you still have to love yourself. And none of that equates, you know, money doesn't make that happen. So that's why that's why I think there's like a weird disconnect with people like money doesn't buy happiness. Like, obviously, bitch, (laughs) like you have to love yourself, but it really makes it easy to be easier to be. Right. Well, and I
1: think I think I think the second part of that is money doesn't buy happiness. Sure. Not in a physical kind of way, but having it and deciding what to do with it and having the ability and the freedom to decide what to do with it. Yes. Makes me happy. It makes other people happy because then you're not sitting at home counting pennies and trying to be like, what the fuck am I doing next month? right?
0: Cause it's a very, it's a, well, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like, cause like what, what of all the things we've been talking about even like in the last hour have been about power and autonomy and really all of these things that we're talking about the strikes, the, the, you know, AI, the, um, living, uh, creativity, um, it's all about having autonomy and, and power in your life and money can help you with that. It's yeah. not the end all be all, but I'm saying it is it is a baseline. It's like it's like the same thing when I say like someone who's born with a certain set of privileges have a baseline is a little bit. It's higher than someone who's born with a lesser set of privileges. So all I'm saying is like with some money, it does give you some little
1: mm. gives you the leverage. And yeah. I've, I've been in situations in the 18 years that I've lived here where I've had money. Yeah, I've been good. Like I've, I've been great. And then there are <laughs> times where it's, like, ah, okay, it's to Pop-Tarts and ramen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um... You know, You're, like,
0: strawberry-flavored, no frosting. You're, like, oh. <laughs> oh!
1: God, what do I do?
0: Did they even make those? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the days where you could just leave your air conditioner running 24-7, it didn't matter, because you are like, it's fine, you know, like...
0: You're like, oh, the ice tundra's here and oh, she's the living. Han
1: Ed and that bill, let me Hon have Edison,
0: it. me. Yes. Yeah. Um... <laughs> spectrum
1: Edison, me yeah um, spectrum of me um th- yeah thankfully spectrum doesn't change because jesus could you imagine if they if they build you the way that Con Edison oh, does oh, oh my god. god
0: for internet usage they'd be like bitch you were doing zoomy zoom zooms all i want to do you know <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> right. give me your eye, 800 eye, eye
0: eye. bitch right <laughs> <I'm on>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well like yeah. they used to do with text messages where it was like 10 cents oh mg
0: what is G- what a what is look what an how far absolute... we've come that is so bamboozled. Like, they're like, oh, well, like, guess what? You get this many. And you always reach that. And then they in would In, like, get four you.
1: minutes. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, you know, I'm
0: like, this is not a deal. This is not a steal, other than what you're doing to me. You're exactly, me.
1: exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, but you are right. It does give you the power and autonomy. And that feeling when you have the power and autonomy feels mm-hmm. so good. I remember oh, in, my God, in yeah. the days when I was wrapping up bartending and I made the decision to be, like, I'm out, those shifts that I went to, where it was like, I don't need this job, I don't need to be here. Fuck all of you. If this yeah. goes away right now, it's fine. Yeah. And like even at the end of Chicago, too, you know, it was kind of like, I don't That's care. Right. I'm good. I'm gonna go to Europe for three weeks. And like <laughs> I had a little breakdown, and I'm not gonna lie about that, okay, but like cool. it felt yeah. it felt good to be able <laughs> to have the power to swipe the card and go to Europe and do whatever the fuck I wanted. And um, that felt amazing.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Alex>. <laughs>
1: god everyone needs to watch this to get the context of <laughs> swipe
0: swipe me um,
1: but yeah so i mean it is it's power and autonomy and maybe that's the episode title because power really, and
0: autonomy baby
1: if you can have that from a young age and you can if you can hold on to that for dear life god mm-hmm. damn it like my life would have been so much easier and
0: i want to say too on the flip side and this is this also agrees with everything we're saying but it also we have I'm not going to say any names because we all have these people in our lives that have unlimited money and they ain't doing shit. Yeah. So honestly, it can buy you things, but you better put your money where your mouth is. That's all I'm saying.
1: Well, and that also goes back to the what you it's not having the money that makes you happy. It's what you do with it that makes you happy. And so yes that's probably disney quote it. it's
0: what you do with the cash that really that's, makes right
1: you
0: <laughs> it's not the money itself. that's from frozen that's or something i don't know
1: <laughs> it's from
0: pinocchio the fairy comes and she's right, like right. it's when from you cheetah wish girls yeah.
1: <laughs> um but yeah yeah well anyway this has been a therapy session brought it to is. you by listen we're I've all listen we're all on the struggle i've been
0: having a moment too because even today like All these opportunities, so I'm not complaining, but it's like, you know, it's like, holy shit, what's happening in our industry and how will this affect us? But also, like, I can't be frustrated. I need to, like, let myself not be frustrated about ignorance because it's like, even people I know personally, I'll be like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's coming. I think it's probably going to happen. Or maybe it's not, but, you know, it's a bargaining. But it really is. And people who don't understand are like, oh, my God you're not going to work for like months. You're not going to work for like, you know, they're freaking. And I'm like, it's such so doom and gloom. And I'm like,
1: yeah, oh, you just don't know fine. how that
0: you don't know anything. I can still do commercials, honey. I did that print ad for like, that's still going to happen. But the point is, is that we can't be like, so like, it's so jumping to like, conclusion like yeah. we're done
1: I, I think that's such human nature though too like we see one little thread come loose and we're like oh throw it away the whole th- the whole sweater is gonna fall apart
0: yeah oh my god god forbid someone's human like ah you know it's like yeah. it's very interesting so yeah i just i just want to just say not everything is as, as extreme as it looks and not everything is is the end of the road
1: yeah you know and that, and we've,
0: and, we've survived everything we've been through in our lives
1: yeah and that also again power and autonomy comes back to having something else that isn't this so that when something like this does happen and it does go away, because again, these are not like year long contracts that you're no. doing. These are like days and months and weeks. Um, You know, you have something to go to that makes you happy and fulfills you and brings you money so that when the stuff like disappears and goes in its eb- ebbs and flows as it does, you still have some kind of power over your existence.
0: And you have something that's just as, if not more powerful as you have. and And we've talked about this too. Like when we were in lockdown, we had people reaching out to us that we could reach out to too. Yeah, That's so, that's worth so much because there's people with money that don't have anyone. Yeah. So they can eat really nice dinners, but that guy threw himself off that building. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really, so it really, it all has to do with power and autonomy. And like, that's what it is to be a rich bitch. It's not just being financially well it's being mentally well. It's being holistically well, and um, we have to keep that in mind in these really shaky times that we're going through.
1: Yeah, and they are a shaky.
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: <laughs> it's like
0: Rise right of Jurassic Park. He's like, I must go faster. Must go faster. When like the t-rex is coming in the water like boom.
1: yeah well oh, the jeff t-rex is like Goldman's like, it, it jeff Goldman's like shirtless
0: like... in the back and obviously like it's a camera angle that like steven speck was like i'm getting these thirsty shots of so jeff goldman he's and just, just like he's just leaning back he's like oh damn the, the t-rex is coming I'm like why are you shirtless like you know what doesn't matter good for yeah, you, just, you know, just, just be shirtless Just be. Sh- sh- sh-
1: sh- yeah well i mean the t-rex is the a- coming
0: yeah she's a- coming she's down a- she
1: might be here already we don't know
0: <laughs> well that bitch has stubby arms and i'm about to fucking clockers so. slap
1: her around yeah slap around. well
0: this has been a treat and this I, has and been I just, a treat and you guys need to tune in and just know that we have a lot of fun things coming and i'm really excited
1: yeah and in a very selfish way i'm so glad that we did this tonight because i i feel better
0: me too great imagine so, i'm talking
1: <laughs> words Put are the spells money
0: on the table
1: you're so rich